1: Welcome to Argyle Chat, the Plymouth Argyle podcast brought to you by the Herald Sports Desk. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Argyle Chat. Joining me today to look back on Saturday's superb win against Shrewsbury Town is our football editor Chris Arrington. Hi, Chris. Hi Stu. And a very warm welcome to our special guest today, Graham Coughlin. Hi Graham. Morning Stu. How are you? Are you alright? Yes, all good Stu, all
2: good. Good stuff.
1: Thanks ever so much for agreeing to come on the show today, Graham. It's uh, nice to have you on. What are you, what are you up to at the moment? Obviously, you left Southend recently.
2: Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm just enjoying some family time. To be fair, um, I've, I've obviously put the put the family on hold for the past 10, 10 years. I've been travelling, obviously, a couple of years through' through, and then eight years until then. so Southend. So, I'm just enjoying the just enjoying family time. Getting the kids to and from school, just basics, really basics of being a dad. Um, just sitting down at the dinner table, sitting down at the breakfast table, you know, things that luxuries in, in, in my life, but uh, maybe not in, in, in everybody else's life. They, they normally get to do that every day of the week. I didn't. So uh, I'm just enjoying that for the time being. And um, naturally enough, I'm, I'm, I'm out at games and in at, uh, in at, uh, in at football club every day of the week, just looking at them uh, training, how they how they do and, and, and different styles and philosophies and things like that so it's, it's been really interesting it's been really really good but uh, I dare say I was, I was in need of a need of a break to be fair so uh, it's uh, I'm enjoying it I am enjoying I am enjoying just being at that just doing the basics in, in everyday life to be fair for the last couple of weeks Yeah
1: I think people forget how much football kind of consumes your life when you're a player or, or a manager
2: Yeah it's um, me in particular because my my, uh, my my, base, my my family. We were, we were based up in Sheffield, and the kids are in school. They're at an age now where we, uh, they tell me I can't tell them anymore. They tell me they they, they rule the roost. So um, yeah, I've done a lot of travelling, obviously, um, to and from. Um, so it's, it's 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 listen. I mean, it, it is what it is, and that that's life. That's that's the profession you choose, and that's the, that's the job you choose, and that's the line you, you, you choose to go down. So. Um, I've loved it, I absolutely love the game, I love football, but uh, I, I have neglected for one of the better word in my family over the last 10 years, so uh, I'm going to try and make up for it now over the, over the next couple of weeks while, uh, while I have a little bit of time on my hands.
1: Yeah, you say a couple of weeks, are you looking to get back into football then?
2: Oh yeah, Jesus, um, I, I, I'd go back in, yeah for sure, um, again it's, 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 it's timing, um, we, we all know timing is, is key, timing is essential in football. I, I would certainly, if, if if the right thing came up. Um, as I said, as I've said, and as I've shown, I, I, I'm not really distance and, and, and travel times don't really uh, don't really come into play. I've been down in Southend for eight years, which is 200 miles from home, in Sheffield as I call home now. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking to, to to get back in at some stage, whether that be now or whether that be uh, the, the start of the next season. But again, as I say, it's uh, timing is key.
1: Yeah. Have you had any offers yet, or are you just waiting for that phone call?
2: I've been, again. Listen, I've, I've, I've been waiting. If, if the correct offer, or the right offer came, well, I, I would be back in. Let's let's, let's be honest. Um, but yeah, the the uh, I've had some very very decent phone calls from a lot a lot of high profile people in the game, and I didn't know people actually knew me, never mind cared about me that much. To be quite honest with you, I was overwhelmed. Um, when when, uh, when when I, I, I moved on from Southend, to be fair, I had a lot, a lot, of, a lot of people, a lot of support, a lot, of, a lot of good, uh, good words, a lot of wisdom, uh, a lot of experienced people in the game on the phone, to just just point me in the right direction and guide me. And, and the overwhelming fact uh, that people kept telling me was enjoy the family time, enjoy the little break, recharge, analyse, study, look back on, and get into football clubs and learn and and, and, and keep keep progressing because. Uh, Sometimes you don't see the wood from the trees when you're in amongst it. When you when you when you're writing the ticket day in day out, so it's, uh, it's nice to be able to just sit back and have a little look and analyse and, and, and see how uh, how it is on uh, from the outside looking in.
1: Yeah, I imagine you keep an eye out for uh, our goals results. Is that is that the case? <laughs> you
2: don't need to ask me. That's <laughs> going to say. Yeah, you, you've
1: you yeah. still held in very high esteem down here, so. Uh...
2: I love it. I love it. I love it. We uh, the, the kids. I've tried to get get the kids hooked on it now as well. And um, we've obviously we've, we've been to uh, a number of the games. We've obviously been up to Anfield. We've been up to uh, Grimsby, Doncaster. You know, I take the kids whenever they're up this end. of the uh, country, I always try and get out and watch the game and just uh, just see how they're doing. To be fair, it's brilliant. It's the supporters even now. The supporters have been brilliant uh, with me. They, they uh, they've been different class with me to be fair. So uh, you know I, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy getting out and uh, supporting and, and having a look and, and cheering them on. To be honest.
1: Yeah. Have you seen much of Argyle this season, Graham?
2: Um, I haven't. I haven't to be honest. No. I've, uh, we've played against them. Uh come to our place when I was at Southend um, early early season. Um, we we, we drew. But other than that, I haven't been. Uh, I haven't got out to have a uh, have a look at them this year. To be fair, I, I do plan on getting out when they're up this neck of the woods over the next couple of weeks, if uh, if, if if all goes well. Um, but no, I've not. I've not been fortunate enough to get out and have a look at them this season. No, um, apart from playing against them. Yeah, well, I'm just
1: trying to think, Chris. What games are coming up? Rochdale away. I suppose? That's just a, a nip across the Pennines? Yeah, we've got Rochdale and
0: Fleet with the next sort of two uh, northern away trips, and uh, there's a Scunthorpe United away on. Um, Easter Monday, which isn't a million miles away from Sheffield. So uh, if you've done Doncaster and Grimsby, uh, Coco, you know Scumfort's in that neck of the woods, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. The, the
2: Rushdale, the Berry, the Fleetwoods—that that's all. Up yeah. At the end. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely, yeah, I'll definitely
0: get out myself. The kids will definitely get across and have a little uh, Have a little look, yeah, for sure. Coco can, can I ask you? You know, Derek Adams. You know, Argyle earlier in the season were, were bottom of the table um, at the end of November. Uh, and they've had an unbelievable run since then. I think it's 27 points from from the last 12 games. They're up to 10th in the table. They're only five points off the playoff places. Um, you know, what what would you say about the the job that Derek Adams has done? Uh, you know, not only in the previous two seasons, but but this season particularly.
2: I, I think Derek has been tremendous for the football club. Um, I think he's done ever so well from from the day he's walked in there. To be fair, he's given the club a massive lift uh, from the day he's went in. He seems meticulous, he seems organised. he seems to have a structure and uh, he he certainly knows his way around on on, on the training ground uh, for sure. He didn't panic, as as, as you quite rightly said, he he didn't have uh, a great start to the season. He he didn't panic, Uh, he he believed in his his players, um, he he believed in his his own philosophies and and, and what he was doing and and he knew, uh, possibly deep down, he knew in his his heart of hearts that uh, what he was doing was was the right thing and, and they would come good. Um, you've got to take your hat off to him for the, when they missed out at Wembley um, against Wimbledon um, because I know from past experience going to Wembley myself with, with Shrewsbury in 2009 we lost in the playoff final and it's one of the hardest things to do the following season is pick your club up, pick your players or pick yourself up as an individual. Um, because of the expectation uh, levels previously, and because of the disappointment, and to pick that football club up, to pick that group of players up, and and, and keep them going after a defeat at Wembley, it, it's really, really hard to do that. And uh, you have to take your hat off to them. You have to, uh, you have to give them all, all the plaudits and all the accolades. But Derek will say, and I'm sure he'll, he'll be hammering home in the dressing room. Um, it's okay getting packed on the back now, and, and I think well, let's go and finish this job, let's go and take this club on to the next level. Um, and it's within touching distance, to be fair. He's given himself a great chance, he's given the club a great chance and a great opportunity.
1: Does he remind you of another former Argyle Scottish manager? Uh,
2: Bobby Williamson. Oh, I was thinking more <laughs> Sturrock, to be honest, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. You, you can see, uh, you, you can see similarities. You can, you, you can even speak to one or, one or two people down that end. They, uh, they do, they do tend to uh, um, see familiar patterns and familiar ways, um, it, it, similar, similar type of character, similar type of person, um, but. Um, yeah, the two of them And again, like I say If if, if they can, can take them on And, and, and take them out division Into the next division They'll have similar records as well At the football club
1: Yeah Just going to say, Chris Talking about the game on Saturday Obviously yes. it's your former club as well, Coco um, Fantastic win for our goal, wasn't it? To go up to Shrewsbury And, and record a 2-1 victory
0: Yeah, I mean, to put it in, in context You know, Shrewsbury Ten wins Two draws And just one defeat In their 13 home league games um, They scored an early goal They were up in the sixth minute um, and then Graham Carey had a, a penalty saved in the 20th. And uh, you're thinking, well, it's not going to be Arbell's afternoon. This isn't uh, going to work out. And, uh, you know, hats off to, to Derek Adams and the players. They they stuck to the game plan, a bit like Graham just said, you know, about sticking to your beliefs and principles. They were leveled by half time with a goal from Jamie Ness. And I, I thought the second half performance was excellent. They were on the front foot. They took the game to Shrewsbury. They got themselves in the lead. And then it wasn't really a case of um, of hanging on at the end. They saw it out professionally, competently, and um, I must admit it was quite nice. You know, at the end of the game, everybody you met from Shrewsbury, very friendly club, as Coco knows, you know, from from being a player there, very complimentary about Argyle as a team and the support that they had, and um, yeah, it was it was it was a great result, great performance. Um, you know, it has sort of. Raise expectations that maybe a playoff push is possible. I mean, they're going to still have to go some to do that, but um, it was a fantastic performance and certainly one that I think a lot of people wouldn't have been expecting. No, that's right. We've had a
1: load of uh, questions sent in, so uh, Graham, I'll give give these two to you if I may. Michael is asking, do you think Argyle can finish in the playoffs this season?
2: Absolutely, absolutely, yes. Um... I, I think Tuesday night will be key, Tuesday night will be big if you just look at the fixtures. Peterborough play Scunny, uh, Charlton play Bradford and Pompey play Blackburn. So so there's big, big fixtures on Tuesday night. Argyle at home to Wimbledon, um, who I seen last week against Barry. So um I, I, look Derek Adams will be saying the same thing in the change and just win the next game. Just just win the next game. Haven't beat Shrewsbury on Saturday and, and, and beat them well by all accounts. Um they they will definitely need by who can They will definitely need to follow it up with a win against Wimbledon. Otherwise, the win against Shrewsbury will be of of palant significance. To put two wins back to back, Wimbledon will be a test. It'll be tough um, more mentally than physically. But uh, if they can go and beat Wimbledon on Tuesday night, um, with the, with the others playing each other in and around them, I, I think they can make uh, make it, make an, uh, a little uh, inroad into. Uh, into maybe that—that—I that, uh, think they're all chasing the sixth place, aren't they? I think there's or yeah. like six clubs chasing sixth place. And um, Charlton having having a couple of games in hand might might be uh, might might be the one. Obviously Bradford have just changed their manager, but I think it'd be a really really interesting interesting battle. And there's some decent decent clubs in there, you know, right down to to the Oxfords the Bristol, Rovers Plymouth, Peterborough, Portsmouth, Charlton, and Bradford. I think that that's what you're looking at—a little mini league there, looking for uh, for that sixth place. But I think Tuesday night's results, Tuesday night's fixtures, will will be really really big, and we'll go somewhat towards towards that sixth place.
0: Coco, as a sort of coach and manager, what challenges do AFC Wimbledon, in particular, um, provide for a, for an opposition?
2: It's 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 a it's a, I guess it'll be a cold. I Tustanoi, um, you're playing at home, expectation, uh, that the Lord Mayor's show Saturday at the previous week, Blackburn, this yeah. week against Shrewsbury, you know, they're big games, they're easy, they're, they're, they're easy games, players, the crowd, everybody gets up for them. You're playing Wimbledon at home, no disrespect to, to Wimbledon, but I can't see them bringing a big crowd. Tuesday night, you don't normally get the biggest crowds uh, as big as you would on a Saturday. So it, it, it might be more of a mental battle, Chris, than, than, than a physical yeah. battle. Yeah. You, you're going out, and it might be that expectation on, on people's shoulders I we just turn up here and we win. We all know football doesn't work like that. You cannot just turn up and win. You have to go out and earn,
1: earn the right
2: in the game first. But uh, Wimbledon, Wimbledon are fighting for their lives as well. Um, they, they, they'll mess the game up, they'll, they'll stodge the game. They'll try and slow it down. They'll try and break it up. They won't let Argyle into a rhythm. They won't let. Out. They'll do the basics well because they're down there fighting for the lives. So, so there's lots of lots of little uh, superlatives that you have got to look at. But I, I would Argyle, crest of a wave, high in confidence, playing really well. Um, that that confidence, that belief, that momentum should kick in. And uh, I, I would certainly, if I was a better man, I'd certainly be, be looking at Argyle winning the game.
1: I was going to say, when, when you're in that momentum, Cocco. I mean, you must, as a player, you must feel invincible. You know, Argyle are in such a good form, and it's probably similar to your first season at the club, where you just keep winning game after game after game. And when you find that momentum, you, as I say, you just feel invincible, don't you?
2: Yeah. Build up that, that that confidence, and you build up that momentum, and it's just a, a juggernaut. It's just a runaway juggernaut. Now, now, you will, yeah, you come you come unstuck at some stage, okay, fair enough. But, but you just have so much belief in each other, you, you just go onto that pitch, and you just feel invincible. You you know that 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 the goalie's going to be on top form. You know the back four. You know the midfield. And the strike. There, every unit, every individual, and every unit is going to do their jobs. And and you just feel you, you get a really really good confident feeling about yourself. And when you, when you make a mistake, you're able to brush it off real, real quick. Whereby, if you're not in a rich vein of form and you're not playing well and the confidence is low, you, you, you tend to hang on to that mistake that you make. But you brush mistakes off a lot quicker when you're doing well and when the confidence is, is, is high. Um, and and it's, it's, it's a great, great feeling, to be fair, when you, when you get, into a, get into a little mood like that, to be fair. And it puts, let me tell you, it puts the fear of God into the opposition. Because yeah. nobody wanted to play against, uh, play against us back then. Um, teams were beat before they even come um, come to play Argyle at, at home park. On the bus on the way down, it was, oh no, we're going to uh, these, these lot are unstoppable. And I think it might be, might be, it might be building something like that at the minute down there. Um, I, I don't think for once Wimbledon will look forward to coming all the way down on, uh, on Tuesday night. So As I say, win the next game is, uh, is, is paramount, is key.
1: Yeah, a uh, question here from Lewis. Um, just briefly on this one, uh, who, who will win the player of the season in your opinion? Player of the
2: season at Argyle or the player of the season in League One? I think he
1: probably means Argyle because this is uh generally Argyle fans that we've yeah. well, we can get both if you want.
0: <laughs> probably difficult for Coco not having seen Argyle yeah. too, too much, but I mean, if you if you were going to pick out an Argyle player or two, um, in the current team, Coco, well, one seems for sure.
2: <laughs> Your goalkeeping situation—I think it was six or seven goalies, so it certainly wouldn't be a goalie <laughs> uh, that's, that's for sure. But if the two standout players for me would have to be Graham Carey and Sonny Bradley. Um, just just looking from again, looking from the fire, looking from the outside, Carey um, seems to be he seems to be instrumental in everything that uh, that that's good about our I think he's, he's, he's right up there, second is he second after uh, if he may even be top with the uh, the assists. Yeah. In the in the uh, in, in League One, um, him for me would be a standout. Him for me, speaking to other managers, other other uh, coaches in the game, he seems to be the name on every on the tip of everybody's tongue. Um, Sonny Bradley obviously goes without saying. He's, he's having another great, uh, another great season. Um, he, he's a danger at set pieces. He's a threat in both boxes. So, yeah, they, they would be the two, the two outstanding, uh, the outstanding names for me. Again, I, I like the boy up, uh, the, the, the the boy up top, and um, I've played with him as well. To, to, to be fair, he's a, he, he's a real handful there, Ryan Taylor. Um, but look, okay, there's a lot of good players in there, and, and again, it's. it's I'm not a lover of picking individuals in a in a team game. I, I think it, it, the the success I call are having is down to the team rather than down to the individuals. Yeah,
1: uh, we've had loads of questions from people asking, "Will you be the Argar manager one day?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's that's an that's that's an easy question to, to, to answer. I would love to, but realistically. If it, if it ever happened to jesus it, it would be great uh, realistically i would absolutely look to look to get an opportunity or a chance but you'd have to go some to uh, to 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 to, um, to take it away from derek at the minute to be honest you'd have to uh, and, and again derek the, the better he does down there the, the higher his stock will go but mm. I, I i i'd like to see him take it on and and, and take it as far as he could and Look, at, I might be putting the, the, the cart before the horse here, but I've looked at the likes of Swansea, I've looked at Bournemouth, I've looked at Leicester um, and over the past few years, and they've come through divisions, and they've ended up in the big league, the Premier League. So, And, and none of them, I wouldn't say any of them are any bigger than Ergoyle. So um, there is an opportunity, there is a chance. So I've, I've always... I've always going back to Paul Sturrock in, in, in my time and I've always given him a little bit of stick about jumping ship to, you know, <laughs> um, and he, I think he should have stayed back then he should have stayed because he were on a crest of a wave he should have stayed and tried to get us get us to the promised land but he didn't but going back to the arisen question yeah for sure it's, it's, it's an opportunity ever at all. But, uh, I, I would absolutely love it to be honest
1: yeah. another similar question from Ian would you fa- ever fancy coming back to plymouth Argyle, and if so what level would you like to come back to would it be first team Reserves or youth side? Would it have to be the manager's job for you, or would you be happy to take a coaching
2: role? Um, um, geez, I, I always, I always aim for, aim for the bigger, aim for the top, aim for, aim for the, main, the, the main, the main, uh, the main one. I, I always aim for what did you say? Aim for the stars. Um Yeah, I, I, I would certainly like to come back if, if I was to come back to Argyle. I'd certainly like to come back in some sort of capacity with the first team um, rather than, than reserves or, or youth side of things. Uh, to make that commitment, to make that uh, that jump from Sheffield to, to Plymouth, I, w- I would probably be looking to uh, yeah, ne- definitely manager. I, I would like to, I'd like to manage a football club at, at some stage in my career. Yeah,
0: Coco, we've got a, got a question from a, from a Dave Roundtree. Now, I don't know if this is the uh, Argyle club <laughs> for photographer and Disco Dave, as you know him well. Um, I'm assuming it probably is. It can't be, yeah. Too many Dave Roundtrees, but who would be your assistant manager when you step up to be a manager? Um, you, you got an answer for Dave? Um, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: there's only one Discord Dave. It has to be Dave Roundtree, the cameraman. <laughs> um, for me, I listen to it again. It's all about timing, uh, yeah. as I say. Previously, I, I, I was, I was. Um, when, when Derek got the job, I had a little interview as well down there. So I, I was looking someone like Peter Taylor was going to come and help me. Um, previously. Um, the one I would like to, to, to get would be Dave I he He's at Aston Villa at this moment in time. he's Shrewsbury's youth team manager. He just he's, he's, he's development skills, his man management skills. He's he's brilliant. But I've got some really really good people. like Chris Morgan and the Kevin Mayers. Um, they're they're really good lads. But for me, probably top of the top of the pile for me would be the lad Alan Neal at Sheffield United. Who uh, who's my good pals with. Um, he, he's really really experienced. He's, he's top man. And now prizing them away from Sheffield United might be a problem. But again, as I say to you, it's all about time. But I've I've been fortunate enough to know and to come across um, a lot, a lot of top people, a lot of good guys in the game. And one rule I would have would be mates. I wouldn't employ mates to be, to to be quite honest. But uh, if they were good enough and if they were better than than the rest. And and again, it 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 all it all depends. You know, you you just never you you just never know where when and how it comes about or, or a manager's job comes about and what these people are doing but uh, listen they've got some good people down at Argyle as well so uh, there's, there's, there's not um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have a problem I'd, I'd go with, up uh, with the best man for the job
1: What about some of your old Argyle teammates any of those that you'd consider?
2: Um, well, there's not. There's only really. Um, is, is it's a Paul and, and Lee Hodges. There's only two of them really that have, that have carried on um, in the game. I know Peter Gilbert's doing very well up at, uh, up yeah. at West Brom as well. Yeah. He's, he's, he's doing very well up there. They speak highly of him up there. But there's not an awful lot there that that have stayed on or carried on in the game. I know Roman Roman Larry, had a little uh, a, a little stint in at uh, a, a goalkeeping coach as well. So. But look, yes, I wouldn't be adverse to uh, to to work with, with with the next teammate.
1: Yeah, Michael Wonderley's asking, have you ever come close to returning to Argyle? You, you mentioned there that you had the interview before Derek got the job.
2: Yeah, I had a little sit down, had a little conversation with them. Um, it's it's as <laughs> I keep saying, they, they made the perfect choice. they made the right choice to, uh, at that moment in time. So you have to commend uh, the, the the chairman and the board for 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 uh, for that decision. Um, it, it's turned out to be a wonderful decision to be fair um, but yeah I've, I've had a little sit down with them and, and, and had a conversation, I quite enjoyed it to be fair some nice people um, it, it was really educational um, and it's something I don't really get to do too often, sit down with the with, with chairman, directors, have interviews and, and, and go for jobs so yeah it was uh, it, it was very educational, it's, it's, it's an experience and, and it was totally enjoyable and I have to take my hat off to uh, to, to, to the chairman on the board, they've uh, they got a spot on.
1: Indeed, um, Fuzzy Red, you mentioned Roman Larry a minute ago. Ago, we've got a question here from a Fuzzy Red who's saying, "Just how good was Roman Larry?
2: Roman was Roman was, was, was top draw. He was he was he got his own personal accolades. So I think he was a team of the year and that. So it goes without saying uh, to, to say he was the best goalie in the division that year um, Roman was he was very very influential he was loud he had a good presence about him um, if I recall right he wasn't the best kicker of the ball but uh, he, he, was, he was brilliant with his hands I'll never forget the uh, I think it was my second home game or my first home game against Shrewsbury the league game and he's absolutely come out and minced me his uh, ball has gone over the top and I've I torn to chase um, and he's just come out and flattens me um, and that, that was Myself and Roma's first game together in the league, to, to, to be honest. But he's pulled off some wonderful saves. The way the way he, uh, he got across his box and, and, and there's some match-winning saves. You know, we talk about uh, we talk about keeping clean sheets. I think we kept twenty-seven, twenty-eight that season. Uh, two hundred um, one, oh two. And you talk about people up the other end of the pitch scoring goals. But for me. Roman, Roman at the back. Roman, Roman saves, saves his agility, and he come. He'd probably be idle for, for, for a 15-20 minute stint in the game, but all of a sudden, then, then there'd be an opportunity for the opposition, and Roman would just pull off the save. And it, it, it's it's moments like that, key moments like that in the game. And I, I go back to the earlier questions about belief and momentum and confidence. Key moments in games like that. You, you knew you had the best goalie in the division. You knew you had uh, a really, really top man at the back, and you knew when you were in a little bit of bother, he would, he would, uh, he, he would bail you out. Um, again, team, team game, team performance. But, but Roman was a real team player as well. To be fair.
0: Coco, I remember that save he made against Russian and Diamonds uh, about fourth or fifth game in that that first season that you were there, and uh, yeah. it wasn't going it wasn't going too well, and um, they were losing to to Russian and Diamonds, and he made a fantastic save and. The team came back from, I think it was 2-0 down to win 3-2, and that seemed to kick-start your season. So I think that was possibly one of Roman's most important saves in, in the whole of his career at it,
2: It's amazing, Chris. It's amazing when uh, you, you get a lift. Small little things like that give you a lift, give the team a lift. Now, we go down the other end and we win 3-2. Yeah, the goal scorers will all get praised that day and, 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 and applauded. But you hit the nail on the head there. When the goalie makes that type of save, it's amazing the lift you get. It's amazing the, the how galvanizes you. And, and, and the crowd and everybody just then um, it picks everybody up, and, and away we go. Ball goes in the net down the far end, the strikers get the players. Yeah, yeah, but nobody, nobody will refer back. Obviously, he made a valid point. No, he, he Roman, you would actually say Roman won us the game that day with that save. Mm,
0: yeah, we've had some great questions, uh, Coco, which um, speaks for the sort of the affection that the fans have for you. Dave Travesca said, Which Plymouth player, past or present, would you least like to mark at corners? Ooh. <laughs> um, the sharpest elbows, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 don't
2: know. If, Jesus, um, there's, there's some really, really, really good. I, I don't dare say I, I would hate to Mark myself, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I, I just, I just had, I don't know. I just had that little bit of. I, I loved the physical side of things, and then I just, I would just go and crash into people, and and things So I, I don't think I had any fear. We were brought up like that with kids, where I grew up, where I'm from. The council was and things like that. You know, you know the usual. You don't have you don't have much fear. And, and we went. I went into the box that way. You know, I didn't really, I didn't mind a bit of physical contact. I didn't mind the clash of heads and getting a cut eye or whatever the case may be. But I suppose Michael Evans and, and, and Marino Keith were, were, were strong headers of a football as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they were they were strong boys in um, physically. And they were brave, and and, and they were uh, they were good headers of the football as well. So they might have proved a handful as well. Um, so far as players, I wouldn't like the mark. I always struggled, not struggled, but I always disliked the little tricky ones. To be honest, uh, I'd much rather have a big and, and and have a battle and a fight with them rather than uh, the little ones. But yeah, I'd I'd say Michael Evans or Marino Keats, people of that ilk, that would go in the box with intent.
0: Yeah, and you were pretty useful in the opposition penalty area at corners, Graham. I mean, obviously top scorer in oh one oh two, and a lot of the goals came from corners, didn't they?
2: Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, look, you have to take your hat off to the service. Um, you'd have uh, Paul Watten with his right foot and uh, Matt Phillips um, with with his with his uh, his left foot. You know, the 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 quality of the set piece that would come in the box it made it really easy. To be fair, it made it easy for the for for the attacking player to go and go and get the head on, on the end of something. So yeah, you, 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 know, you take your hat off to your teammates when, when uh, on occasions like that, you know, the quality that, that, that was delivered, the quality that was put in and, and there's nine times out of ten they were on the money, we knew the area that they were going to go in. So so making the run was easy, getting on the end of it was easy. And um, that the hard part of the game and, and the ten a penny nowadays people who can deliver a, a quality set piece. So many times you sit and you watch football, Premier League football. And, and and they can't read they can't get beyond the first mile. Yeah. So uh, you you've got to take your hat off to, uh, to 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 the service.
0: Another good question from Ross. He says, "When you and Paul Watson were partners at centre back in the old Division Three winners' team under Sturrock, did you used to give the st- strikers stick in training about being top scorers and ask them to muck in with a few more goals themselves?" <laughs> 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 well, look, it
2: was a, it was a, it was a great team team effort. It was a great team uh, team spirit and. and we're really looking football stick part and parcel, isn't it? You 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 give each other a little bit of stick and things like look without the without the hold up play of Michael Evans, without the the, the goals of being Stonebridge, I don't recall go back to was it Exeter when we were we were getting beat two one and Stonebridge scored two one and Scott Stonebridge scored the last kick of the game up at Exeter. We beat them three two on that Tuesday night. So. The, the, they used to score important goals. The 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 strikers and the midfielders. David Frio was a goal scorer as well. So um, we we had goals throughout the team, and 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 it wasn't just the the two defenders, but but good. They scored important goals, them lads, to to be quite honest. with you. they uh, they they knew they knew the big games. They knew and they always came up trumps when uh, when needed. Um, each individual played a massive massive part in in in, in the success of our Throughout them years and uh, uh, yeah, okay, I was I was lucky enough to to pick up a couple of goals. But as I said, that was, that was down to the service. But yeah, we used to give each other a bit of stick. It, it, it used to be lively. It used to be lively on a Monday morning. When you, <laughs> you didn't win. But you didn't win on a Saturday. Yeah. I, I, I recall one time Mr. Stoke used to like a hand grenade. He used to take the pin out of the ball, just chuck it onto the pitch and walk away. Used to, we used to go at each other. Now on a Monday, it was fierce when uh, when we didn't win a game. Um, I'm not sure you could get away with some of the things nowadays, uh, or, or you could say some of the things nowadays. I think the players nowadays are somewhat, they're, they're somewhat protected and looked after a little bit too much. But um, we used to, the training ground used to be lively on a Monday. If had we not have won or were we not successful or if we didn't meet the standards that we set for each other, um, it used to be, it, it used to be fiery on a Monday.
1: Hmm. Uh, question here from James: When you left Argyle in 2005, was it anything to do with the signing of Taribo West? Or was it because you had the opportunity to play for Paul Snorrock again? Um, well,
2: first and foremost, look, we we, I was, we, we were having my me, me son was born in July, of 2012. So it was the furthest thing from my mind was to uh, was to move on. To be fair, um, my son King was both born down there. and We'd already had Shannon, so me, me two young kids. The, the last thing on my mind was to was, was to be moving on. Um, I, I Maybe I don't really want to get into the politics of, of anything like that, but I'm I'm in the I'm in the lounge departing away on holiday the year before and I'm being told that my place is up for grabs, that Matt Matthew Dumbay was coming into the football club and then I'm being told that I'm being replaced with Taribo West. And my my all oh, I have ever said to, to, to Manchester's okay, we'll make sure that they're up to the job and they ain't gonna get me Jersey easy. I ain't gonna go go without a fight. Um, and I just it was just probably Time and, and and as I say time and again it was just probably me time to move on and I would given me service and I done what I had to do um yes and and, and the, the question is valid because uh, the pastoral factor the Shepherd Wednesday factor um w- would come into it
1: um
2: so yeah it was it was a sad let, let me tell you it was a sad day when, when I had to to, to be fair it was it was a wrench it was a wrench leaving but uh, as I say our, our things happen for a reason and um, it, it was it, it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't nice when I, had, when I had to move on, but uh, look, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to cause any problems or any issues, and dig my heels in and start staying and hanging around the club. Well, where, whereby the manager, maybe didn't didn't fancy me, didn't want me, and I have to accept that uh, managers have different tastes, different flavors, and, and I have to accept that I, I probably wasn't part and parcel of of, um, of Bobby's of, of Bobby's remit going forward. So no no animosity towards anybody. I I, I really really enjoyed my time. The time came. and I give me service. I give me time, and, and, and being successful. So uh, I, I was, it was time to move on.
1: Great move for you, though, wasn't it? To go to Sheffield Wednesday, and I think you went on to win the Player of the Year award there as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was good times. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was decent, to be fair. We'll go in and lead the team in and in, in, in Sheffield derbies and, and uh, against local rivals here, Leeds and, and, and Hull and teams like that. You know. Sheffield, we were getting 23,000, 24,000 every week, you know, 28,000 in the Sheffield derbies. It, it was great times, yeah. It, it was great times. It was a real purple patch of my career. I would really really I'm fortunate enough to uh, to enjoy. I've, I've always enjoyed my football. And, and, and going on from, from Argo, Milton to Wednesday, it was, it was another big uh, it was, it was another big opportunity and chance for me. But um, I, I did miss, I did miss, yeah, I did miss Argo. Yeah, I did miss Argo first. For a period, to be quite honest, which um, I, I just enjoyed, the, not only the football side of things, but but off the pitch as well, there was some wonderful people down there. It was a great, great place to live, um, and the kids were happy. The missus was happy. You know, I did miss it. I did miss it, and, and, and you do point for it now again. Yeah. Uh,
1: another question from John Christie: Of all the managers you have worked with, who had the biggest impact on your career?
2: I guess the obvious one would be um, would be Paul Sturrock. I've, I've I've worked with quite a lot of managers. You know, you go back to the early days as a kid the Kenny Dalglish, used to Roy Hodgson. Um, I, I I suppose Paul Sturrock would probably have had the biggest impact. He he probably have uh, he he's just as wide as he was, which he knew how to get the most out of you. He knew when you needed a rocket. He knew when you needed a, a clip around the ear, and he also knew when you needed a, needed an arm around the shoulder. Um, I, I, I guess the, the, the story I tell all the time when, when anybody asks me about Paul Stork, I'd just come down from Scotland agreed to, agree to uh, join Ergo. I think it was my second on my third training session and the ball has come down and, and I've taken the ball down on my me, on me chest and I've made a nice little pass and all of a sudden the manager, Paul Stork walks onto the training ground and stop, stop, stop and, I, and I've gone well it can't be me, he ain't coming on to me, he, 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 I've just taken it down on my chest and I've made a lovely pass so it's, it's not me, it comes right up into my face, and uh, he says to me, what's your name? And uh, I says, well, what are you talking about, what's my name? You've just signed me, you know me now. <laughs> so, to, to when it's later, he goes, your name from now on is useless. You just head it and kick it. See that white line, halfway line, when the ball comes into air half, you go and you head it, you go and you kick it over that white line. And that was it from that day onwards. I, I, I never took a ball down on my chest, I never tried to make a pass, I just headed it and kicked it across the white line as quick and as, as best I could. But, but I was only in the club two or three days and I'm what's going on here? Does the manager go like that to all the players? But we all knew, knew our jobs, to the letter of the law, um, he, he knew exactly how to, how to get the best out of us, he was a lovable role. Um, tactically, I don't think I've come across a manager who could change a game with his substitutions. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever walked with somebody like that. I, I just think, yeah, I, I just think Pastore would have had the, the biggest impact both on and off the park. Yeah,
1: do you still keep in contact with Luggy? I
2: actually spoke to him last week. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's, he's down there. He's, he's walking away. He's, he's enjoying it. He's, he's happy. Um, he's, he's keeping on top of things as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I speak to him. I speak to him quite, quite, uh, quite regular, to be honest. He's, he's been great for me as well, to be fair. He's, he's just a, he's just a lovely, lovely man, to be honest. Uh, he's a lovable rogue, as I say. But uh, he was brilliant. He, he was brilliant. He was brilliant with everybody, and he, and he, he wanted to be he, bigger. No bigger pride than when he's seen people go on in the game and do well from from when they left him. Um, and, and most players know that you talk about. That we will all have that same conversation. Then that same name just keeps cropping up, Paul Sturrock. Paul Sturrock, um, because he he had such an impact and such a such a big uh, big part to play in, in in most of our careers.
1: Yeah. Uh, one final question, then it was sent in from Lee Newson. He's asking what your all-time Argyle eleven would be.
2: Wow. <laughs> I, did,
1: I did give you this one yesterday to give you some time to think about it. So. Uh... We're
2: expecting well, the, great things, Cocko. The, 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 the simple answer would be um, you, you'd go with the the, the one the O two 2 team with, with the 27, 28 clean sheets. You'd know, you you'd go with that with 102, 103 points. Uh, I think we've only lost five or six games that season. That would be the simple answer. Um, but for me, I've, I've been lucky enough to play with some wonderful players. I've been lucky enough to play with some wonderful teams that have great occasions down there, a lot of success, some personal accolades. Um, for me to go and pick one player over another, for me to go and say he was better than him, it would be really, really unfair because every player that, that, that i played with down there gets their all for the green jersey and, and gets their all for Argyle and, and the club. And I was lucky, I was lucky. i played with some really, really good players, really, really good people and some real proper football lads uh, who, who get their all. I don't really, uh, Lee. I don't, Lee Newsome, I don't really want to commit to individuals if that if that makes sense. And, and I hope he appreciates that. I just think that 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 the the two championship winning teams I played in mm. were, uh, were were exceptional, were exceptional lads, were exceptional people. Um, there was there was some really really good players down there. There was some really really good lads, and and, and it was really really enjoyable. And to pick one team or one player over another in the various positions I would be doing them. Doing them ju- in and just, you know, it wouldn't be doing them the service that, that that they deserve to be
0: honest. I think that's not ducking. That's not ducking the issue. That's <laughs> not. <laughs> I was going to say Lee Newsom's done something that I'm never able to do when I interviewed Cocker over the years. He sat on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever recall you doing that when I spoke to you in those four years, Graham.
2: No, I don't. Dare. Uh, I don't like picking
0: individuals. You know. No, I, I totally get. I totally get where you're coming from. And and how can you argue with the O102 team? 102 points. I mean.
2: Yeah, you know. uh, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't like put it this way. I wouldn't like to be sitting here and being asked to pick between Rom and Larry here when, yeah. and Nick McCormick, for instance. Mm. Uh, you know, you know. So there's a lot, a lot of tough decisions, a lot of hard decisions to 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 be made there. You know, mm. but it's it, look at the lads. Just just appreciate them for what they were and what they've done for the club because they've been brilliant. They've been brilliant servants to the football club. And look, let's hope, let's hope it's uh, it's another. Another season um, of success down there because God knows, uh, God knows they deserve it. Our uh, goal, what they've been through over the years, so uh, we're all uh, we're all here
1: hoping. Well, there's certainly a lot of similarities between this Argyle team. You know, speaking a minute ago about the goals, I sent to Chris earlier, fifteen different goal scorers for Argyle this season. You know, they really it's similar to the, the teams that you played in.
2: That that there in itself would give uh, you know you're not reliant on one player one player gets injured one player gets suspended and all of a sudden you think oh no we're missing our we're missing our talisman we're missing our goal scorer that there would give you uh, as a player as, as as even a defender a goalkeeper that there would give you reason to hang on into them games when 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 the goal gets tough if you if, if you're getting there. Uh, under pressure, if balls are coming in your box and you're feeling a little bit tired, and and, and the pressure is relentless, you you stand up because you know you will stand up, and clear that, clear your lines because you know that that uh, we get one opportunity, we get one chance, we'll we'll take it, we'll score, and and, and from an array of different players, that that that's great. That's when when someone uh, something like that is happening at a football club when you've so many different scorers, that that that's brilliant because you're you're not reliant on one or two players, to one or two individuals. Um, and, and that again as we spoke about earlier on the confidence the belief the momentum that, that helps that, that all helps build
1: that indeed
0: it's um, great catching up with you again thanks for coming on the, um, the podcast and um, I look forward to seeing you back in football in the not too distant future
2: thanks very much Chris all the best to you
1: yeah and um, the Green Army will see you again soon no doubt up in the, up in the north somewhere
2: you. We will indeed. We'll get out and we'll have, a little, uh, we'll, we'll have a little
1: look. No problem at all. Fantastic. Thanks ever so much for coming on the show, Coco. Appreciate your time, mate. All the best. All the best. Bye, Bye-bye. Well, that's all we have time for this week. Thanks again to Graham and Chris for joining me on the show. We'll be back again next week with more of the same. We are always happy to hear from you and if you have any questions for our panel, please tweet them to our Twitter account at heraldpafc.com or visit our Facebook page, Plymouth Argyle The Herald. Thanks for listening.